Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you for the, the power of trust that, Lord, that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. And we thank you, Lord, for the anointing to trust. I thank you, Lord Jesus. I believe there's a special blessing to restore trust uh, in, in one another in the body of Christ, Lord God, and, and, and in jest in every dream and purpose that, that people have in their life. I thank you for the power of God. Strengthen trust in believers. Strengthen trust in us, Lord God. And if anyone in this place that is struggling, I just believe there is the presence and the Spirit of God here to restore trust. And maybe it was broken in a bad way, but God is here to help you regain your trust, regain your belief, just just in such a special way. And Father, I just I just thank you. I just take a moment that we stop and we just receive, because Lord, to to live with the fear of not being able to trust is a burden. And Lord God, you said for us to cast all of our care and our burdens over on you. And Lord Jesus, I thank you for a mighty show up in the fact of trusting in you with your with our children with our finances, Lord God, with, with our relationships, that Lord, that you are just firing up the very Spirit of God to bring forth trust that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I trust you, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, for, for just completely robbing me of trusting for a second and doubting for the rest of the day and, and being back and forth. Those days are, oh, I will not waver. I stand at the promises of God trusting you're going to save my loved one i trust you i i believe it is so i i believe it is done you're going to save this situation i trust you i believe you god and thank you lord for 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 just taking this burden off of me i cast my care over on you i will not lose another second of sleep that i am completely fully engaged and receive the very anointing of God to trust. It is a gift that I receive right now to walk in trust again. No matter how damaging, no matter what the hurt was, no matter what the situation, I release looking over my shoulder and being paranoid and I just fall into the very presence of God and the expectation of Jesus. And I want you just to put one hand over your body Father, we thank you for your word in James chapter 5. You said, Lord God, that if there's any sick among you, Lord, that we call for the elders of the church and we pray and we believe that we receive that, Lord God, that any parts of our body that may be ailing or sick or are not well, we just thank you for the power of God in the name of Jesus that by your stripes we are healed that lord we speak the word over ourselves we trust your word as the centurion said lord you don't have to go to my house just send your word lord god we thank you for a word that is sent it cannot and will not return unto you void it will go and reach the place that is sent i believe for healing in the house top of our heads to the soles of our feet we believe we receive, and according to Daniel 10, 12, you hear us when we pray the first time. And we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Everybody say, amen, amen. amen. I pray you receive the, 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 the message from the Spirit of God about trusting 
uh, man, when that trust goes, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult thing to get back, you know. Uh, and, and what happens is when you don't trust other people, ultimately it turns on you and you don't trust yourself, right? And so it's such a building block that, that we have to make sure that we allow God to heal our trust and, and heal our ability to uh, be able to go forth and, and then, and then God, will, God will handle the rest. So uh, we are, we are, we are just uh, trusting God. Um, but and, and even in the song that they sang, uh, "Do It Again." Did you change the list tonight? Before I got here, that was on there. That's crazy. All right, look at God. Uh, God will call your blessings to life if you ask. Right? Um, that you know that you can't get something you don't ask for. Right? Okay, so, uh, you know, that, that's just part of it is, is that let's, we want to give, we want to get from God. We have to begin to ask, okay, because I'm struggling with my words. Okay, so Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 through 11 says, Ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Or what man is it there of what, of, or what man is there of you, whom if his son asks asks bread, will he give him a stone? Right? Have any of you guys, when your kids were hungry, gave them rocks? All right? Because if you wasted time to go pick up the rocks, you could have got the sandwich. Right? Okay. So God God continues. He says, or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? Right? So, so I mean, we know how to give good to our kids. I, I love giving to my kids. I'm pretty sure you love giving to your kids. We just love, and actually we just love giving, period. We, we do enjoy it. And so we wanted to end our... our um, our year on, on just talking about faith and this is sermon number however many about faith because really you can't do anything in the kingdom of heaven without faith, right? You, you don't see physical spirits. Now, I'm not saying you can't see them. There's times you do see spirits, especially if it's, if it's a spirit that's violating the presence of God or violating the things of God, but normally it's faith. You walk by faith and not by sight. You must believe that. And so in order to believe that, you have to ask God and seek God and believe that you receive, right? You got to believe you receive. So, so going to God often isn't a lack of faith. And so the deal is, and the whole point of do it again, is that have you ever had to go back to God for something you've already asked God for? And you may have received it. Let's say you received healing from a cold, but now you've got something else. And you go, well, well, I can't go back to God. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. All right? And go back and say, God, do it again. Well, you did it before. Do it again. I, I, need, I need you to heal me. Heal me. Heal me. Uh, I, even as talking about as, as a man. So I got to go into action on yesterday morning. I didn't even get to tell you about this. I'm going in the HEB after leaving the gym, going to HEB, and this, this, is, this man, he's got on this long overcoat. He's screaming at these two workers, these two ladies that are standing there working at HEB, and he's like, you, and you, and so, 
my mind, I don't think, I just start walking toward him, right? Because, you know, growing up, you know, around, you know, my biological father and all my relatives that were pimps, and they used to uh, fight, beat women in front of me and, you know, jumping in front of punches all those years. My mind doesn't work like that ain't your business. So I just start walking down. He's he losing it now. He's acting crazy. And the minute I start walking, like, we're about to have a morning. All of a sudden, he gets, he gets sober and, and just start walking off. The lady had already pulled out her phone to dial 911, and I just stood there with them and said, y'all good. And they just smiled like, yeah, now, yeah, we're good now. What amazed me, there were several people went in the store beforehand. Now, them I wanted to go find. And was like, you're going to let her, these ladies have to fight this man? That was, you know, that's how that was going to go down. And I think there are times where we think that God will just walk past us. No, God is going to stop and assist you, but you got to let him help you. You know, and, and I, I was just thinking, like, I don't know if this, this man may have a needle with, you know, and, and hear my mind go, he probably got HIV. He's going to stab me with his needle, you know, like all of that. But that was after he had already left. Because amazing how crazy people are till they see somebody else. Remember they say, he crazy. It depends. The people know when to be crazy and not to be crazy. We see that a lot of times. So, so God is saying, I, I need you to do it again. So even, even like with me, like God deliver me from the, 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 the mafia mentality, but, but also not just deliver me, but make me a better man. That has to be put in there too. Because it's one thing to come out of it. It's another thing to stay out of it and grow out of it. Because you can just come out, but if you don't stay out, you won't ever grow out. Right? And so there are times you have to begin to, to, to move forward. So God is like, yeah, not only do I want to heal you, but I want to deliver you. I want to set you free so you can help others. Right? I've gotten you to the state that you didn't go through all you went through for no reason. How about that? But here's the deal. Here's what we kind of have to fight with. So it is, it, is, it is verified trust that God will do what he has done before, no matter how many times we ask. Steph, I promise you, I do look at the songs, but I had no idea y'all were doing trust tonight either. I do look at them. I don't just go, looks good. That is what I write. But I didn't know you were doing those two songs. And I was out there, and I was like, Oh my gosh, I needed those. Do it again. Trust. Right? Because if you've lived past the age of five, there's some folks or some things you don't trust. Right? There's sometimes you don't trust. And how many of y'all make people work for it? And you, know, you sit there and act like, no, I trust everybody. You lying. You don't trust everybody. You got them. They got to earn it. Right? As, as, as miracle, and I say, what's been tested can be trusted. And if you can't make it through the test, I don't know if I can trust you. Well, the good thing about God is he don't test us to trust us. He trusts you. He trusts you. Now, he's God. Now, I'm telling you, as a pastor, I, this is the area I got work to do. Okay? I'm just not. Praise God. Satan wants to put earthly doubt. Listen to this. I think this was cool. Earthly doubt in our heavenly belief. So he wants you to look at your current situation and say, there's no way you can believe God because of where you are. 
Don't, don't stop believing God for where you want to go because of where you are, right? And we have to go back and say what I started with is not what I'm stuck with, right? I, I can grow from here. I, 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 can, I can do this. I can, I, can, I can do these things. I can overcome these things. I can, I, can, I can be that because God is telling me to believe beyond my current situation, okay? You just have to believe it. To this day... There are people that still don't believe I can speak publicly that I grew up with. It just can't be, you can't, not you. Not you. And they always go back to you, you know where you come from. Yeah, I do. That's why I can talk about it, right? Because I'm not still there. And if you leave, you get some new words. So if he can't, if he can't steal you from <laughs> this is I write so bad I get so excited about writing my message I wish y'all could see the blue we should have a blooper section right because because here I am talking about the devil will tell you that you he'll put heavenly doubt he'll put earthly doubt in your heavenly belief and then I write if if he can steal right y'all know what that steal is right st what e-a-l stealing I got S-T-I-L-L, steal you from believing once, he will, he will use guilt to keep you from asking again. So once again, he says, now I'm going to steal you from believing, and you believe God, and you got that, but if you ask again, I'm going to put guilt on you because it looks like you don't have any faith. Right? You ask again, it looks like you don't have faith. You don't have any faith in God. Believe in God. John chapter 16, verse 24. Now, here's the verse that, that set me off and, and really got me going crazy because I think the, this, this, I just never read it this way. Jesus was talking. And he says, until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. I never heard that before. I mean, I know it's been there. And somebody probably read it, but I didn't hear it. You've never asked anything in my name, right? I'm like, what? He says, ask and you will receive so that your joy may be complete, right? Right. You've never asked for it in my name. You've asked for stuff, but it wasn't in Jesus' name, right? You might have said stuff like the man upstairs. Have you ever heard people talk like me and the big guy got some going? And Jesus said, that's great. I'm glad you have a big guy, and I'm glad you have some stairs to get to your man. But if you don't ask it in my name, you can't receive it because you don't know where it's coming from. Right? I thought, that's crazy. Now, I'm not telling you to ritualize your prayer, but if your prayer don't say in Jesus' name, there's something according to the Bible that's missing. I'm just trying to help. Right? I'm, I'm only trying to be a friend. Uh, there are people today that still say that. They say man upstairs and they say big man, but, but the word tells us that we must ask in Jesus' name. Since it took faith to receive salvation by saying in Jesus' name, what you're doing is re reapplying the faith it took just to get you from death to life and then anything that can get you from death to life can get life to life right and give you life to live 
right? So that's why he says, come on, bring it back into Jesus' name, because in Jesus' name, that means he raised from the dead. He died. He was in the grave, but he got up for us, and now we can live because he died and all of that. So now, no matter what you come up against, because you're even talking about the greatest thing that you were able to overcome, it's not bigger than God, right? So you put it in Jesus' name, and why we, and that's how we pray. Even the Lord's prayer, he says, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Hallowed be thy name. Now he says it's the Lord's prayer because you don't have God in you yet. So here's your Lord's prayer. And once you get God in you, you'll talk about the Lord that's in you who got up for you. And then you'll apply in Jesus name. And that while I thought, this is brand new stuff. I don't remember hearing this in Bible class. They should have told me about that. Now I got to go back and pray over everything. I'm just playing. You do not have to do that. And I, again, I don't want you to be ritualistic in your prayer, but make sure Jesus is on board with what you're doing. All right? As you pray, believe that you receive. So prayer is fellowship. This is, I thought this was cool. Prayer is fellowship with our faith that God is and always will be our source. Okay? So prayer is fellowship with your faith. Now, when I come up here and I pray, and, and there's been times where I'm like, man, why am I still doing this? And God would say, because you need the fellowship with your faith. You need the fellowship with your faith, because if you don't fellowship with your faith, you break out of fellowship with your faith, and you'll start fellowshipping with other things. And you'll fellowship with your doubt, or you can fellowship with your anger, you can fellowship with your depression, whatever it is, you'll fellowship with that if you don't fellowship with your faith. And you fellowship with your faith through prayer, right? Even, even in lifting up uh, people that we work with and students that we work with, even all of those things, God is my source. James chapter 4 verse 3 says, uh, we have not, when we ask, because we ask amiss, right? We ask, or let's say ask with the wrong motives. Have you ever been manipulated before? Okay. And don't raise your hand, but you know, we all have been, right? Even if it's the cable company, somebody got you, right? You get God like that. You just have to, don't let them get you again. First time, shame on them. Second time, you have a problem. Hey, they ever got you, right? So put that thing in there. He says, but you ask and you don't receive because you ask amiss. But what he was talking about is with wrong motives. And it is even more out of reach if we ask without imparting Jesus as the solution. It's one thing to have the wrong motives, but then even Jesus is not even your solution. There's nothing even to be answered from that. So I want to ask aligned with God, not amiss from God with the motives of God being the source. All right, so, so again, let you move on from here. Romans chapter 14, verse 11 through 12, it says this, it is written, which is a great way to start a prayer. All right, it is written. That's what Jesus did in the garden. He says, in, in, in the wilderness, he said, it is written, as surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me. Every tongue will confess to God. So then each of us will give an account of of himself to God. Now, this is, I thought this was amazing, right? Because now we're talking about how to pray and, and what I want to be released from, because I know uh, coming out of the background that I came out of, I, I wanted, I needed prayer. I needed freedom, but I also needed, and he says it, every 
knee would bow and every tongue would confess. So not only did I need to come out physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, but I needed those things to bow so I didn't have a place to go back to them. So God is saying, when you pray in Jesus' name, not only will I get you out, but I will destroy the altars that you used to go to. How about that? Right? And so that you don't turn back to them. You don't go, go back to there. You don't go back to those things. The, the stream of alcoholism, it's funny, the stream of alcoholism and, and, and uh, profanity in, in my family, the stream of it, the way it was, that's what everybody did. For, for me not to have used profanity since 1991 is unheard of in our household. I've gone down there where they've tried to get me to say stuff. Now, I have punched some people since then. Some relatives. But they're not going to get me off God taming my tongue. Right? He says, every knee will bow, every tongue confess. So, again, here's a prayer I've been pray I pray over our, our students that go here, that every teacher, counselor, and principal must bow to the name of Jesus and if they got any wrong motives toward our kids, they will be exposed. Right? The scary part is, even scarier, I've been on every one of those campuses. So I've walked the grounds and prayed in the hallways. Yeah, we, we want to get them. I, it is probably the most serious thing that we've done in Miss Michelle have known us for a billion years, and it is one of those things that we've done that God says that what you're called to, God will deliver through you, but you have to be as consistent as the call, right? The word, the prayer, the things that you say, and says that now you begin to speak that. So I go, because man, some of the egos that some of these teachers, and and I, not, I, got, I love teachers, don't give me, praise Glad they took the position. Glad some of these principals took the position. Glad these coaches. Ugh, I'm glad they took the position. However, if they ain't positioning right, I'm going to pray for them to get it right. All right? That, that may lead to some fellowship. I'll take the Bible. Grandma Steph, this is my Bible. I can say what I think it can say. So he showed up with power. He said he showed up with power within him. So all we need to, to have, all we need to do is have, is, is, gosh, I cannot. All we need to have is ask him again, faith. Who talks like that? Who writes like that? You're going to get so excited about typing it. It's like all we need, ask him faith. I, they were talking about how kids don't know how to read, right? And this dude come up, yeah, dude, kids is all messed up. And, and I'm, I'm, what do you say, I'm, I'm something years old, he's older. And I tell you what, kids messed up. When I was growing up, I knew the, through, the three R's. Now, he's saying R. So he's already, I'm listening to this psycho on the radio. I've got the three R's. And the, and the, and the man, the, dude, the radio guy was like, <laughs> and you can hear him laughing. And he goes, this man, sir, these kids just don't get Men three hours, you know what they was? He said, what were they? Reading, writing, and arithmetic. I thought, that's it. I'm done. 
And, and, and I, I just turned it off because I knew what was going through my mind. Because if I was hosting that show, I would. And kids, that's why you need to learn to read. Because reading, writing, and arithmetic don't all start with R. Or I don't know if that's a source or whatever. He wants to make things bow and confess so that even our obstacles will be submitted to God's assignment for our lives. Right? Now, now again, again, I only can tell you by the level of, and here's what I believe with all my heart, that you we're, were born into an evil world. If the evil that we're born around is always spoken over us, we'll become as evil as the world we're born into. I was a design by nature, by the natural killer. I was spoke, it was spoken over me by all kind of people, all kind of murderous people that I would have no emotions. And, and, I, and it's like I thought about this like for the longest time. And, and I would go to funeral after funeral. All my brothers that were dying, I would just be at the, well, we eating. Not one ounce. And they were like, that, now, now here's the other side of the rail. That, that twin, that boy so is strong. He's strong. No, somebody has spoken an evil over me. You know, I remember little, if you rub my head, I would try to figure out a way to fight you. It made me so angry. And it wasn't because my hair was combed. But if somebody has spoken enough over somebody's life, they'll turn into that. They'll turn into that. And, and breaking that cycle was probably one of the most difficult things. And I'm glad I grew up in a time where people would be patient. Now they're trying to medicate somebody like this. I got a feeling. Remember, I was trying to take, get some sleep. I was taking that, what is that, melatonin? Melatonin. See, I can't even, I can't, even, I can't read. <laughs> I was popping them like Skittles. I was taking five a night just sitting there I'm like, this don't work. Can you imagine them trying to get me some Ritalin? And walking around selling them is what they'd have done to start a new drug trade. But praise God for our poverty. We were too poor to have insurance to get Ritalin. See, you can't, don't, don't hate on how broke you were growing up. So your obstacles will submit to God. And here's this, Genesis chapter 17, verse 1. Abraham's old, trying to have a baby. His wife is elderly as well. I, I guess they are. Uh, do y'all know how old Abraham was when he died? He was, he was old. Oh, 99 wasn't old. 99 was like high school age for, for them. Because he lived for another 100 or so. So he was like, you know, he was middle school. Him and Sarah. It accordingly age-wise. But anyway, forget that. Now, when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am almighty God. I am God almighty. Walk before me and be blameless, and I will establish my covenant between me and you, and I will multiply you exceedingly. Now, he started off, I mean, and God says, you are old. All right? And don't you love to, for God to come to you and say that? You are old. All right? You're old. You're old. You're old. 
but I'm going to do something great through you, right? We wouldn't even be able to hear the rest of God's prayer for us because we'd still be insulted, right? And God says, I am God Almighty. That statement, by definition, means El Shaddai. El Shaddai means the God that is more than enough. That's God. Who he is? He says, I am Almighty God. I am the God that's more than enough. I am a do-it-again God. I, I, I'm more than enough. I'm more than just one time. All right? I, I'm over and over again. I'm that God. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm, I'm that God that can do it again. And if you, if you did it through one sibling, as my mom prays, he can do it through another sibling, and he can do it through another sibling. And all of them that are left alive can all come and know God. I am El Shaddai. I'm the God that's more than enough. So he tells him that. You know that, which means he is more than enough. More than enough also means that he will do it over and over again. God wants us to understand that he is without limitations and have faith like there are no limits. So in the definition, in his name, it is that Hebrew name of El Shaddai, God that's more than enough. Well, God, how can I keep asking you for things? Because I'm big enough to keep giving it to you. Right? And just God, we just have to receive it right have you ever have any of you guys were ever sent over when you were little to borrow sugar from a neighbor because y'all wanted kool-aid but you're out of sugar there's nothing like having kool-aid but no sugar and you had to go next door to borrow sugar and i used to hate to have to be the one so six of us so we took turns borrowing sugar well we had uh really cool neighbors that did not mind loaning it because they knew they would need sugar on the weeks they didn't get paid, right? But we hated going back, and they never complained, never ever did that. They just hated it. We just didn't like it. And I think that a lot of that gets developed in people. They hate going back to God. Here I come. Here I am, God. I need some sugar. <laughs> Love me, Jesus. My Kool-Aid ain't got no sweetener in it. And he's like, yeah, here you go. Oh, it's me again, God. I woke up with a bad attitude again. All right, well, you need some sugar. I'm still making the same mistakes. Okay, let's get you some sugar. But he's saying, if you ask in Jesus' name, I'm unlimited. Have faith like I'm unlimited. So Jeremiah, and here's our Bible storybook. Arise, Jeremiah chapter 18, verse 2. He says, arise, go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I, will, I, then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred, broken, destroyed, damaged in the hand of the potter. So he made it again another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter? Said the Lord, behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in mine hand, O house of Israel. Okay? So some of y'all are not participating, which is making me mad. So I'm not going to ask you anymore. But if you've ever been damaged before, God is saying, you're in my hands. I can fix it. But you got to keep turning with me. Don't turn against me. Turn with me. Sometimes when we get hurt or something happens, we turn against God. But God has said, if you stay with me, I can shape you back and get you back to where you need to be. I am the potter. You are the clay. 
all right? I want to shape you. I want to get you back in position. And, and then you have all the times where we have folks who just say, well, I, I just can't believe or, or I don't believe or, or, or whatever. He says, he says, I can shape you. And, and talking about, I took a picture. I have to show you the picture of this kid because maybe I deleted it. Jairo used to make fun of me when I would come in here dressed and I'd have a denim jacket and denim jeans. I, he says, well, who, who does denim on denim? I go, well, I do. That look crazy. Well, you won't ever wear it, right? Well, this kid from Chicago, south side of Chicago, he had denim jacket, denim jeans. And I said, man, we don't take a picture because I need to show my kid. I was at the school. And this kid got up. One of his things was, uh, one of the things, five things about him that's not obvious, he says, and I eat, I've eaten butter sandwiches before. Anybody here ever eat a butter sandwich? Not toasted, just butter in there. Anybody been broken up for butter sandwich? Well, you, okay, butter and sugar. Again, sugar was for Kool-Aid. You can't be mixing it up. You know what I mean? You can't be using up all your ingredients. But I, I hear what you're saying. That was dessert, you know, on some days. So, you know, if you got mayonnaise, that was the other sweetener. But, but you know what I mean? It was a butter sandwich. Butter than nothing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just, you, you, you had to have something, right? And so when, 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 when they, you hear all the kids going, ew. Now, these are kids who've never been hungry enough. This kid grew up at the south side of Chicago. He says, yeah, that's what we ate. And especially after certain times of the night, you didn't go to the store. Because some folks never came back from the store. So we sat there and we buttered up. I think if we remember where we came from, we'll know how far God has blessed us. Amen. Our prayer is to receive, receive that God can do it again, another, with our dreams, passion, destiny, and hope. God can do it again. He can, what, what he can do is restore your passion for those things again. Remember how excited you were about meeting Jesus. Remember, you would never sacrifice your love for God just to go out or say, I'm going to have a good time because I want to be with God. I want my passion with God. Remember when he was the only thing that you needed, right? Right? All we, all we need is you, Jesus. All I need is you, right? That's, that's a song. All I need is you, God, right? Couples say that too. Then they together for a while and go, why don't we have no friends? <laughs> but you said, all I need is you. Now all of a sudden we need others. But God is not like that. It means that God is good. So you didn't just get it once and God was done. His restoration is everlasting. Okay? So, so we got everlasting. So that, that's our prayer. Okay? That, that in Jesus' name, right? And then we pray for God who is more than enough to be able to be, I am almighty God, everlasting, that God, no matter how many times I come to you, you got enough supply to, to meet my needs. I'm never going to be ashamed to come back to God and ask again. Don't ever, ever be ashamed. You cannot pray and have shame and receive it by faith. All right? They don't go together. Shame is a faith stealer. It, it robs, it robs our faith. Amen. I want you guys to bow your heads. We will pray. And as your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, Father, we just pray and I thank you, Lord, for, for the word of prayer 
that you have brought us here because someone prayed. You've received us here because someone continued praying, and then we believe. I thank you, Lord, that we will never, ever again be afraid to come to you and, and just say, God, heal me, forgive me. Lord, what, whatever it is, I, I just pray the spirit of breaking of shame. And as we received earlier the anointing to trust again, the anointing of God when the, the presence of God was here during our worship time and you restored our trust, Lord, we thank you for that. And now, Lord, we apply it by faith that our God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I could even ask or think. And so, Lord Jesus, I pray in Jesus' name that all things are possible. I get my motives right, and Lord God, I align my faith that whatsoever I ask, I shall receive. Whatsoever I seek, I shall find. There are people that are seeking their purpose, God. I thank you that they find it. Seeking their passion, I pray that they find it. Seeking the very will of God for their life, I thank you, Lord, that is genuine, it is a right motive, and they find it. And as your head is bowed and your eyes are closed, we're praying. And if you're in here and you're saying, man, I don't even know Jesus. I don't, I've never publicly asked Jesus to come into my life and save me. And there's people that are praying and they saying, man, and I say, if that's you, his heads are bowed, eyes are closed. And you just want us to pray. I just want you to slip your hand up. We just want to pray and, and, and just get you where God is. And we thank God for it. Thank you, Jesus. Awesome. So we're in the house. We're here. We're with God. And Father, I just pray for all of us that are with us, that are with you and made that commitment to come over toward you, Lord Jesus. That, Lord, that I thank you that every knee, I, I pray for ob obstacles to submit. People that are a distraction, that try to pull us back into old lives. I pray, Father God, that they must confess the name of the Lord. That they will not be any ways hindering my purpose and my passion for God. I will live for Jesus and not turn back. My God is more than enough yesterday, today, and forever. And Lord, I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen.